In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. Hope your day is going beautiful. I hope that this morning you woke up and had a revelation about how beautiful you are, about what you can do to change the world, to make not only your life better, but the life of those around you. I have been blessed with some crazy ideas lately, and I want to share them with you. I think that I don't know if crazy is the right word. However, I think they're really fun and I think they're interesting and I think that they're worth sharing. So I hope you find some value in them. Let me just jump right into it right here. What do you think about high states, the state of being high, be it a psychological high or a runner's high, high of psychedelics? But it could be used, it could be a runner's high, it could be endorphins, so you don't have to limit what we're talking about. But in this particular idea, it, the way I felt was mostly through psychedelic states. I want to talk to you about this particular idea of what happens when you're in the psychedelic state, when you're super high. Maybe it's cannabis, maybe it's mushrooms, maybe it's an LSD trip, maybe it's a ketamine trip. Maybe it is a trip on ecstasy or MDMA. Might these states allow you to... Might these states be a vehicle where you can cross cultural boundaries without getting in trouble? Might these particular states be a trip to the mountaintop where you can see yourself as a third person. Do you understand what I mean by that? Have you ever been just super high and you see things different? Let's just think about the language there. If you're high, you can see things from a different point of view. When you're high, you have the high ground. You can look down at the situation. And I know for myself and many people that I have spoken with, 
that you have a different perspective when you're high. It's right there in the language. Man, that person is really high. What does it mean to be the most high? Why is that a religious term? And it's also a term that we use when ingested a large amount or a heroic dose of a psychedelic substance. You're the most high. In that moment, you are like God. And in fact, I know for a fact that when I have been most high, when I have consumed a copious amount of psilocybin, that I felt as if I was God. Maybe I was in tune with my inner God. But I did feel like information was being revealed to me when I was the most high, when I was on top of the mountain. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what that may be and what that may mean. It may be you get to see yourself from a different perspective when you're most high or when you're high. It may be the fact that the default mode network in your brain is no longer governing the sense data that you have. What I mean by that is that you are now able to decode visual information in Broca's area. It may be that now you can decode sound in the visual cortex. And it may be that having the freedom to decode all this information in different parts of the brain gives you a wider range, a wider perspective, and a different understanding of the situation around you. It may be that you are taking in information through your skin. It also may be that your eyes, your pupils are dilated much larger, thus you're taking in more information and you if you incorporate taking in more information, you're more aware of that around you. And on top of that, you're processing all this information in different parts of the brain. Thus, the perspective you get while skewed may be a bigger picture of what's actually happening. Now, the reason I want to bring all that up is because I think if you look back at history, there is in fact a pattern of people that go into different states where they tell the future. I know what you're thinking, George, Jesus Christ, you're going to start telling me about telling the future? Where do you get some tarot cards, buddy? Well, just hear me out. Listen to what I have to say. There's always been mystics. There's always been sacred text, be it the Bible or the Bhagavad Gita or even some of the Greek tragedies where we learn from the seers about the future. Throughout history, we have heard stories about those who can tell the future. They get written off. But doesn't it kind of seem like when you're in a high state, when you are the most high, you can, in fact, infer things that you were not aware of before. So let's take it back. If, in fact psychedelics being the most high can be a vehicle to cross cultural boundaries. That is, someone from the West all of a sudden begins to have an interest in the Mahavakyas or Buddhism and begins to understand that they're not an individual like the West says, but they're part of a whole. 
And on the flip side of that, someone from the East begins to question authority and begins to see that they can assert themselves as an individual. It seems like both people from different hemispheres are beginning to understand the language of the other hemisphere. The West, there's a resurgence in Buddhism in the West. And in the East, there seems to be a clamoring for independence. It's almost as if the psychedelics or the substance in which you utilize to get the most high is like an active corpus callosum and it's bringing your thoughts together. And maybe that has to do, like we said, with the default mode network being shut off and information being processed in different parts of the brain. But here's where it gets really trippy, at least in my opinion. If we look at that particular angle and we go, yeah, the East is kind of becoming the West, the West is becoming kind of the East, and maybe it is because of psychedelics, maybe it is the so-called waking up effect. It seems to me that the world of psychedelics is showing us through the environment, through the chaos, through the East versus West, that what's happening inside our brain. It seems to me that the chaos we see is what's happening inside our brain. If you look at what's happening in the world, this East versus West paradigm is a direct reflection of the problem between the East and West hemispheres of the brain. And we're acting it out in the real world. What's going on inside our head is acting out through the human condition in the world in which we live. The East and West hemispheres of the brain are not yet as connected as they should be. And we're making those connections. Right now, there's new neural networks being formed in our brain the same way there's supply chains being formed on the planet. And here's where we tie in the future. Might our next evolution, the last part of the brain to develop was the hippocampus, right? And the volume of the hippocampus is getting bigger. Maybe what we're seeing through psychedelics is in fact the next evolution of brain structure. Maybe what we're seeing is like a widening, thickening of the corpus callosum. We're beginning to see the two hemispheres work together in union. We're beginning to get the whole picture. And if we go by the maxim, so above, so below, when you are most high and you begin to see the world working together, east becoming west, west becoming east. And we've talked about Buddhism and individualism. Let me tie it again with the planet. There's a pole shift. The, the Earth's magnetic pole, the Earth's magnetic north pole has been moving like 35 miles a year at a rapid pace. Thus, the hemispheres are changing on that level. We're beginning to become more aware of ourselves as a single organism. We're beginning to work together and the old ways are no longer working. So what I'm saying is that if you take a heroic dose, if you take time to meditate, if you take time to see the world as above, so below, I think that what you're seeing is the next evolution in brain chemistry. And I think that that is the total brain working together. Look at the fMRI maps coming out of John Hopkins where people go into the fMRI under psychedelics. Maybe the next evolution is the elimination of the default mode network. Maybe we no longer need the default mode. Maybe we are progressing into an era where we are becoming capable of using our brain and it's without the default. You know, when I think of a default mode network, I think of a governor on a car that doesn't allow it to go faster than a certain time or a certain speed. 
Maybe that's what the default mode network is. Maybe we have reached a point as civilization where we no longer need the default mode network. Maybe we're beginning to operate on all cylinders. And maybe that's what's happening when you become the most high. When you take these giant doses and you can see, feel, and interpret information from a different point of view. Maybe what you are doing is you are beginning to experience the human condition the way it's going to be in the future. Does that make sense? Like those of us who are taking giant doses and understanding the world in a different way, a more cognitive, a more cerebral, a more connected way, we're like the first grunion that run up on the beach. We're the first people beginning to see the world differently, but everyone's coming behind us. We're the scouts. We're those people that are coming up onto the beach and making sure that this is something that'll work. So... Anyways, it's just kind of a quick idea that I had. I'm probably going to do a little bit more in-depth on it later, but I wanted to get that out there while it's in my mind. I Sometimes I feel if I don't get it out, then I lose it. So again, this is, this is another version of me thinking out loud. So I love you guys. I hope your day is going amazing. Maybe we are the most high. Maybe we're turning off the default mode network. As above, so below. As the hemispheres connect, so too do the hemispheres in our brain connect. And if you think about the hemispheres, the West being the intellect and the right understanding the symbolic nature of the world around us seems a lot like Buddhist thought to me. So as above, so below. As the hemispheres on the planet, so too our brain. Let me know what you guys think. All right, that's all we got for today. Aloha.
Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.